0: Welcome to the High Volume Hiring Podcast. I'm Steven Rothberg, the founder of Job Search Site College Recruiter. We believe that every student and recent grad deserves a great career. This podcast features news, tips, case studies, and interviews with the world's leading experts about the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to high volume hiring. Thanks for joining us. Today's guest is Jason Seiden a good friend of mine, and far more importantly, the Chief Strategy Officer of Wedge. It's a video interviewing platform that focuses on delivering efficiency through authenticity, especially
1: in high-volume
0: environments. Jason, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you so much. It's great uh, great seeing you and hanging out with you again. Awesome. So for for
0: the listeners who might not know that much about you um, or about wedge?
1: Um, what else should they know? Uh, I think you hit it. I mean, about me, nothing. Like, listen, um, um, <laughs> you really don't know me. Being <laughs> no, oh,
0: you know, bashful. Who, what have uh, you done in the past?
1: Yeah. So, well, it's it's. Um, I love wedge. Uh, wedge. It's it's exactly what you just said, right? So we make video interviewing software for recruiting. Uh, We get candidates from, you know, interested to interviewed in minutes as, you know, in a world of like interested to scheduled in minutes, we're like, nah, let's get them interviewed. And, you know, and people ask, they're like, well, you know, uh, you talk about authenticity is a, is a video interview really more authentic than a a live interview. And, you know, my answer to that is like, we usually no. you know, we've all had horrible interview experience, but it is more authentic than a resume. It is more authentic than a phone screen. You know some of the things that tend to come at the beginning. Yes, you can see a more complete picture, and, um, and so I think you you nailed it on on that. And I know we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, what what um, what I came to wedge. The reason I came to wedge. Uh, I've been in the space for you know well over a decade, um, and. You know, I've seen some changes over time. Um, once upon a time, I was helping people learn to use LinkedIn. I was um, I was their first uh, certified training partner in North America, and uh, you know, and there was a you know there was this gap where like all right, companies needed one thing like we we want our employees right on uh, you know, to wear our shirts and and nothing. Right. And then social media was like, no, 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 we're actually going to give your, your people a voice. We're going to let them, we're going to let them speak. And that was kind of the start of this real, the shift in the relationship between, uh, employees and their companies. and, And, you know, then that moved into candidates and companies where, uh, over the last 10 years, the idea of leaving a candidate in a black box, um, you know, and not responding to them, it's, yeah, companies still do it, but the cost of doing that has just gone up because candidates are spending more time talking to each other, and you know, and they'll bail on an interview process that's you know not good. They'll go right back. And so, uh, when I started talking with uh, with Matt Baxter, CEO of Wedge, and I saw what he was building, and I saw how he was approaching it—not just tech for tech's sake, not just the efficiency play—but no, no, no. Look, this is about if this is about authenticity. This is about. Getting that connection earlier. I'm a human. You're a human. Can we look each other in the eye? Like, how, you know, what's happening here? Like, what's going on between us? When you form that that connection earlier, a lot of these other problems go away. You know, the the candidates who want to opt out, they see you, they opt out. We want them to opt out, right? The ones who move right. through the process are the ones who want to be there, and the company is able to see them and get to them faster, and a faster. Uh, connection means they're spending uh, more time with the right people. And I mean, it's just so I'm kind of getting into the weeds here, but the the upshot of it is this is how the process should actually work. And a couple of years ago, we went through this pandemic thing where everybody kind of got acclimated to video software. And so, you know, it's just this confluence of factors where uh, the technology and the need kind of caught up and um, and it's really taken off. Interesting. So I think anybody
0: who's been involved in sales knows that that it. It's better to get a no fast than, than slow, right? If, if you've got a customer who's not going to buy from you, you'd much rather hear that today than have them string you along and string you along. And I think candidates feel the same way, right? If you're not going to hire them, let me know now. I can move on. You can move on. And, you know, bummer that I didn't get a job with you, but better to know now than six months from now or six days from now.
1: Yeah, well, so there, we can actually unpack that. So yes, I agree with you, um, and I think a lot of folks would agree with that uh, because we, this isn't just a sale. This is my job. Like I need, I need the job, right? So if I'm not getting this one, I need to know so I can I can move on and and put my effort where uh, where it, where it might uh, result in work. Uh, but there's there's actually multiple steps in this process where things tend to go awry. Um, Let's say uh, uh, I don't know you, you get uh, you post a job on one of the job boards you get 200 people who, uh, who apply. How many people can you assess? How many people can you screen? Like really? like huh? your staff like whatever your staffing level is. so maybe you get through 50. and from those 50 you send five to a hiring manager because the hiring manager can only read five right you have to do your write-up, you're going to have a conversation it's really inefficient. So maybe, maybe you get five on that shortlist and maybe the hiring manager asks you to bring in two or three. So that whole process might take a week, by the way. So you had 200 people apply and a week later, you're getting back to like three of them. And by the way, they may or may not be the three best from the 200. They're the three who, you know, the hiring manager was able to get through of the five of the 50 you were able to screen. I mean, you it's a crapshoot. And by the way, you're, you're a week out of date. So now, you know, those candidates are, like, eh, you know, maybe if they're really good candidates, they may have moved on all right. Right. The whole thing is kind of fraught with, with risk. So to be able to look at 200 candidates and within 24, 48 hours, actually screen all of them, um, you know, and not just, this is what you said you did on a resume, but like, I can actually see you talking about this, right? I mean, it, it, it's an interview. Uh you know, all the studies show interview plus, uh, you know, a, a capabilities test of some kind. Like that's the that is sort of the holy grail of hiring. There's a reason why interviewing is still a process, part of our process, all these centuries later. Right? It's it's how we <laughs> it's how we connect as humans. Uh, so to be able to move that interviewing up faster in the process and say, all right, after 48 hours, I've actually gone through all 200. And by the way, hiring manager, here's the top 20. And it's literally it's the top ten percent of everybody who's applied, and that hiring manager can actually screen all twenty and say, "Of these twenty, I want to see these four, or Are these 12? And you and now you can actually you've saved so much time. You're only three days in now, so you've you've added two days to the process, and you're already bringing people into interviews. You can interview live interview three, four, ten people because you've now shifted your ability, you know, your your time energy to where it's going to be. Uh, better focused now. You truly are hiring the best people, so it's not just that it's efficient; that we're moving people through quickly and getting those fast no's to people who aren't going to make it. But it's it's making sure that the people who you do want to hire, you're engaging with them quickly enough that they're still on the market. They know they're moving through the process, and and, and when we talk about the best candidates, we really mean the best candidates from the whole set of people who applied, not just of the subset you were able to get to, you know, in in some, you know, three or four day window.
0: Yeah, I I love it because for so long, um, HR in general, talent acquisition, certainly um, as a part of that, we've all been focused so heavily on efficiency and it's often come at the sake of effectiveness. So yeah, move a whole bunch of candidates really quickly through the funnel, but what ends up emerging are people who maybe are going to start, but are going to quit three weeks later because they're just not a good fit. Um, and, or you just, for other reasons, you just don't surface the best candidates. So it's, it's, it's efficiency in, in instead of effectiveness. And I don't think it needs to be a choice. Um, yeah, I, think it's a, I've always, right? I think
1: it's a false choice. Yeah. Yeah. You should be able to I, have both.
0: Yeah. I, I've always thought of, of video as much more of, as, of an efficiency product. And, and I think it's because the first time where I really saw it being used was where employers were using using things like Skype, you know, 15 years ago, HireVue came along with asynchronous video interviewing, right? So you'd record the same questions, you'd have the hundred or two hundred candidates record those answers. The recruiter, hiring manager could listen to those. And, you know, if the candidate was clearly awesome or clearly a horrible fit, they could just stop. Um, And there's a lot of efficiency there. Um, I take it from the conversations that you and I have had and from what I've looked at about Wedge Online that, yeah, there are some similarities to what platforms like Wedge are doing, but there are also some real differences. So talk with us about the, about those differences. Sure. Uh,
1: so uh, your overview of, of that was, uh, that's just check, 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 right? So
0: and that's um, why I get the big bucks because podcasters, <laughs> we're just, we're just like an incredibly wealthy crowd, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> uh, so there's a, there's a few things that I think really make Wedge stand out. One is the focus on authenticity. Yes. You know, so we have a true north as a company that we, we foster authentic connections and we do it at scale. So every time we bring a new feature to the product, every time we consider a new partner, every time we look at our process for how we interact with our customers, that notion of fostering authentic connection is baked into everything we do. And, uh, you know, you and I were talking before we hopped on the call, and I I know uh, your listeners will appreciate this. There's a lot of tech for tech's sake. And there's a lot of people out there who are just selling tech because we're selling tech. And, and it, it's, it, it doesn't always lead to the right outcome. Um, so I just want to start with that. Like We, as a company, really are focused on facilitating human interaction with humans. People need people. Technology is just a tool to facilitate that. Uh, related to that, we're headquartered in Grand Rapids. We got that midwestern uh, that Midwestern work ethic. And uh, I've worked for you know. I'll just say they go hand in hand. The fact that we put people first, <laughs> where we're based, and and how the you know how the uh, how the the uh, the meetings go when we meet as a team, um, it matters, and it, it leads to it leads to a different sales process. It leads to a different kind of care, um, and it leads to a different product. Uh, namely, like the the one chief benefit that I will I'll put out there is our user interface is just, I mean, it's like, uh, stupid, simple. I mean, it is like drop dead simple. Um, it is, that's probably the, the number one piece of feedback that I get from everybody in, in terms of like how our, our mission and our, our true north manifests in the tool is it's easy. It doesn't get in the way. So both for the candidate and for the recruiter or the hiring manager, uh, this is something that is easy for them to use, which means they're spending their time actually you know, <laughs> connecting with one of people, with one another. Um, so the um, it, it's, you know, you've got the true north, you've got the user interface. We're also uh, from a, from a technology standpoint, we're focused on that asynchronous uh, high volume uh, play. So, you know, it, it lets us really kind of get to know our customers. We've got a lot of customers in restaurants and retail uh, you know, there's a lot of multi-location that goes on in that environment. Uh, you know, you can say, yeah, video interviewing. And from, you know, it's like Snowflake, from four feet away, sure, you know, it all looks the same. But when you get up close, uh, there's a lot of nuance, there's a lot of difference. So we're able to really focus the, um, we're focusing, we're able to focus the tool to really excel where our customers need it to excel. So, you know, that, like I was mentioning before, that huge influx on the front end, you know, there's a lot of people who are going to apply. We know there's going to be a lot of noise in that, a lot of easy apply folks, a lot of, you know. So, you know, what we're focused on are things like, all right, we do want to make it easy for the candidate. Like you're standing in a store, here's the QR code, you know, we're hiring, and there's the banner with the QR code. We want that person to actually be able to click. Uh, and by the time their food comes out or by the time they reach the register you know, they're, and they're leaving, uh, they've already done the interview. So they're doing the interview. You know, in the moment when they're feeling good, it's not, hey, let's go schedule something. You know, let's add a couple. It's just let's do what we need to do and get in and out. So super simple for the candidate. uh, But then on the back end, right, that hiring manager or that store owner, if they've got time, they can watch the interview immediately or they can watch it at the end of a shift or at the end of a day. Uh, You know, if they see it immediately, you know, maybe they run out to the front of the house and actually like, you know, I just saw you. Let's talk. Uh, but even if it's at the end of the day I know, paid the, for it I paid for it honest <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you
2: know
1: but like those those kinds of use cases are the kinds of things that we really pay attention to and uh, and we we've really worked hard to keep the product really simple so that at all times it's fostering that human connection and not introducing technology that would get in the way of it or features that you know uh, you know a white Uh, a white collar, you know, programmer kind of environment might need. But that's really not going to help, you know, in a high volume situation. We'll be back right after
0: this break.
2: Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called
0: i love the picture that you're painting of somebody walking into a a restaurant a retail shop one of the things that i've learned about high volume environments is that location is so very important right you're not going to drive for 45 minutes for a job paying 14 dollars an hour just not going to happen right if that job is two blocks away from you there's a really good chance that that's a restaurant that's a retail shop that you frequent maybe once every six months, maybe once a week and when you walk in I think that that a lot of shops are doing a much better job employers are doing much better job of realizing that their customers are often their best employees um, and 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 candidates so if somebody's coming into your burger joint, once a week, wouldn't it be great to have them apply and interview and hire? So the QR code, so they walk in, they see the QR code, they pull out their smartphone, which the vast majority of us have, um, basically open their camera app, and does it load in their browser? Do they have to download an app?
1: What's what's the process? It's mobile-friendly, but it's it's all browser-based, so there's no download. Nice. So, you know, they... So, you know, they, they scan it and they're taken to a page, uh, they get a welcome, uh, a system check, uh, a practice question, you know, or or an intro, if the company wants to give them an intro, um, you know, the company can control if retakes are allowed or, you know, and how much time people have. Uh, so, you know, if the candidate's ready, they can do this right there. They'll answer, you know, it's usually just one, two or three questions uh, you know, they can upload a resume if they need to upload a resume. Um, but you know, you, you think about this, first of all, a lot of these folks, I mean, they don't, they don't have a resume or they don't have a yeah. meaningful resume for these, for these kinds of jobs. And it's usually not needed. Yeah. Right. It's, and you know, and you're right. Like, you know, the, the customers are, are probably the best, um, candidates, but you know what? They're not just at your place. If you've got a restaurant, there's probably another one next door. If you've yep. got a store, there's a good chance you're in a strip mall <laughs> with more stores. If you don't get this person, they're walking next door and they're, you know, they're going to do it there too. So, so for the candidate, yeah, it's really simple. They do it on their phone. Um, I've got a uh, I've got a 20 year old who uh, went through the process and he literally just started laughing. He's like, "I wish every job was like this it was so easy," <laughs> you know. And then he asked you for if he could borrow the car, and you yeah, were kind exactly, of stuck yeah, at that much. point, right? Yeah, okay, right. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you've been here. I'm following in well <laughs> well worn footsteps. I get it. Uh, but the you know, but the other nice thing for a candidate is uh, it doesn't require you can do it whenever. So if now's not the time, they can take it home and do it. And you know, in some of these jobs, it is a third shift job. Or you know somebody doesn't have time during the day, uh, you know they're thinking about it in the evening or you know off hours. So to be able to kick that process off whenever, like right away, and not have to schedule something with a recruiter, and you know that could just take a couple of days. I mean that kills opportunities. Uh, so yeah, the the candidate logs in with their with their phone, and they're you know in a couple, literally a couple minutes later, they're done. Um, you know, and meanwhile, behind the scenes, the uh, the hiring manager is, um, uh, you know, gets a ping, is able to log in, see all the, you know, see each job that they're posting, see each candidate for the job, uh, watch the videos, uh, share them internally, uh, rate them, put notes in there, you know, so just the core functionality that you need to be able to get to a quick decision. Uh, and what's, what's really nice is... Uh, Well, one other thing that's really nice is sometimes a person will apply and they apply for the wrong job, you know, or, you know, you see something, you're like, I see some potential here. I got to get a second opinion. I got to have somebody else see them. And now you can do that without actually bringing the person in for a second interview. You just forward the recording. Right. So all of your folks are answering the same questions that have been pre-recorded on the company side by the same person. So you get a very simple, you know, apples to apples comparison across everybody. And if you need to bring in, uh, you know, a, a second opinion, it's easy to do that too. So what we're finding on the whole is time to fill, uh, you know, time to interview is going to almost nothing. Um, time to fill is shrinking by half, uh, or more. Um, and, uh, and the restaurant owners, the owners are putting four hours a week back in their pocket. I mean, just to be clear, too,
0: I'm, I, for the listeners, I, I'm not seeing this just as a tool for retail and restaurant, but this is also going to work for just about any kind of high volume environment. Even not a high volume, but I think it's it, it would really benefit there, like a warehouse, a call center, right? It doesn't have to be an environment where people are walking into and it's consumer facing. Um, but I can certainly see like the, the, the QR code. I can see a, a warehouse in an area that's high density and has, instead of the we are hiring, you know www.xyzcorp.com/jobs, you have that and you also have a QR code. So somebody's cycling or mopeding by your place, they stop, they snap a picture. They're probably not going to do an interview from the seat of their moped. But they will when they get back to their apartment. Twelve minutes later, um, e- earlier you mentioned about the resume, and I think th- I don't recall the exact words you used, but basically, is resumes optional? So, when somebody does say, "Snap that QR code," they go through the the couple of minutes of video. Really unlikely they're going to have a resume on their phone and be able to upload it. Do they get an email, a text? Um, if if the recruiter, hiring manager wants the resume, how, how does that work?
1: Yeah. So the, uh, the you know the candidate will will be reminded to you know to complete the the process later to upload the the uh, the rest of their information. Um, on the uh, on the recruiter side, they'll see what the candidate has submitted. So, you know, they can also reach out and say, you know, we'd love to see, we'd love to see your resume. Um, the, uh, and, and you put your finger on it. I mean, we, construction is, you know, another area where, um, we've got, uh, we've got high volume customers. Uh, so, you know, it's, um, I don't want to, I don't want to make too big a deal out of how that works. Um, it, we keep it really simple is what I'll say. And that's, that's one of those areas where a different type of job has a, a much higher need to go deep on resumes and you know and like all the things that and for us, it's like by, by understanding who our, our customers really are and where we play really well, and focusing on, on fostering authentic connection between those candidates and the people who are trying to hire them, uh, we're able to keep things pretty clean. So uh, yeah so there, there is an ability to upload a resume. You know, and if the company wants it, we can make sure the candidates provide it, um, and it's it's very straightforward uh, to use because most you know most of the areas where we can do the most good, uh, you know, either it's not necessary or uh, there's there was a job board involved and it you know it's already been submitted to the company, you know, it, if it's an industry that requires that. This person probably came through a front door, has submitted their resume, and now right, is is receiving the request to complete a wedge, uh, you know, as a quick follow, uh, you know, to that part of the process.
0: Well, very cool. Well, unfortunately, we're we're out of time, but I, you know, I'd like to say, um, you know, to, to Jason and the rest of your team that um, this is one of those tools that is really helping to to put the human back into human resources. And I hope that over the coming years, um, as technology advances, and also I think as we become more cognizant of the limitations of technology, that we are going to be looking again more to effectiveness, um, not at the expense of efficiency, but but hand in hand. And 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 I love that uh, I love that Wedge is doing that, and I'm not surprised that you're a part of that. Um, so Jason, for people who want to reach out to you or to Wedge to learn more,
1: um, how should they do that? Wedgehr.com is uh, our website there. And if you want to find me, I'm on LinkedIn uh, and uh, it's in slash Seiden, S-E-I-D-E-N. And uh, thank you so much, Stephen. This is a pleasure. This
0: is great. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for joining us today on the High Volume Hiring podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Rothberg, of job search site College Recruiter. Each year, we help more than 12 million candidates find great new jobs. Our customers are primarily Fortune 1000 companies, government agencies, and other employers who hire at scale and advertise their jobs with us. You can reach me at stephen at The High Volume Hiring Podcast is a co-production of Evergreen Podcasts and College Recruiter. Please subscribe for free on your favorite app. Review it, five stars are always nice, and recommend it to a couple of people you know who want to learn more about how best to hire at scale. Cheers.